What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. Today is a special podcast because we're in a different environment. As you know, the school season started. Some of us are doing school. Some of us aren't doing school. And by some of us not doing school, I mean me. <laughs> and by some of us doing school, I mean Nathan. Yep, I'm in college. Nathan is now in college. He is living on campus, which means that we don't get to talk in the same room. So we have made a little bit of a... We've kind of hacked the system a little bit. And this is what a lot of <laughs> people have been doing. By hacking the system, do you just mean I turned on my camera? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. So that being said, he is, he is like a two-hour drive away from me. And for us, that's not worth it to get together. Also, he has class. Anyways, doesn't matter. But that being said, you might hear a little bit of a interference or a delay or maybe he'll start talking before I'm done talking. There's a whole plethora of things that might go on, but you're just going to have to you're just going to have to uh bear with to, it. To bear with it, I guess is what to say. But that's fine. We're still going to have a great conversation. And yeah. So that's what's that's what's been going on. Now, the other notable thing is that Quentin isn't here. <laughs> yes, that's what I was going to say, actually. So, you might have realized, there's only two of us now. Well, that's because Quentin's not here today. He has Good some other things going on. Go. <laughs> but we don't need Quentin. He's a loser anyway. True. Gee. No, he's not that. He's not a loser, but honestly, it's kind of like, well, do we need him today? Nah. <laughs> It's fine. We sound too much alike anyways. It's too confusing. Anyway, okay. All right, here we go. So there's a couple of things that happened this week. Or I guess we'll say within the two weeks because we didn't do an episode last week. So we couldn't cover anything. And yeah, so there's a whole bunch of stuff that went on. And the first thing I want to bring up, which is my favorite thing to bring up, Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. And yeah. you're hoping for more content. <laughs> I, I was hoping for more stuff. And that's only because it was his 25th anniversary. So 25th anniversary of Crash Bandicoot. And and everyone was, was... Well, they've been leaking. The Crash Bandicoot team has been leaking so much of a new game called Wumpa League. And it Wampa is... Wumpa League? Wumpa. Like, yeah, the like Wumpa Fruit. Fruit. Yeah. yeah. Wumpa Fruit, but Wumpa League. And it was the amount of teasing, especially on the 25th anniversary, was like, oh, why are you doing this to me? It was so, it was, they would tweet once every hour. Do they about, like, do they know anything about, like, have they released anything talking about what it could be? So it was really interesting. They've never talked about it directly, but there's like a Wumpa League logo in these trailers, and there's Wumpa League logos in, and, there's a state of play, first of all, on the 9th, which is his 25th anniversary. And they had the, the Wumpa League logo was in that trailer, not showing anything about Crash. Just, just these random two little logos on a helicopter. So random. And then also there's like this press conference about video gamers, Toys for Bob, which is the person who makes Crash. <laughs> and it was just, and they randomly switched to the slide that had the Wumpa League logo on it. And they didn't say anything about it. They just skipped it. It was like a one-second thing. <laughs> and then, uh, what was the other thing? I feel like, obviously, I'm missing I'm missing stuff. But you get my point. 
They've been leaking this thing so much. And everyone was like, okay, we're going to see something at the state of play on the September 9th. But it never showed up. <laughs> There's my rant. What, so, are the ch- what are the chances that it's just like a League of Legends style ripoff game like Pokemon Unite? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was watching a video today actually that was saying about how it could be like the new Pokemon Unite game. And I'm and I was uh, if it's first of all, if it's free to play, that's fine. Because Fortnite is free to play and that's a pretty decent game. Like we played it. I, Apex is a good game, right? We played it. And I'm fine and I'm fine with it being free to play. But what, what I'm not if it's fine pay with, to win? Well, if it's pay to win, yeah. But I don't like those. What are they? Are they? What is League of Legends? An uh, MMO? No, it's a MOBA. A MOBA. Well, whatever that is, as long as it's not like League of Legends and Pokemon Unite, where it has like a kind of a top-down view, and you're doing whatever you feel like you're doing on, you know what I mean? Like those style yeah. of games drive me. They don't drive me nuts, but they're definitely not my style. But what people have been thinking is it's like a Fortnite. Mm. A Fortnite type of thing. How does that work with Crash? They've been teasing this thing where it's like, collect 100 Wumpa. Collect 100 Wumpa fruits. Mm -hmm. And bring it on your side of the thing or whatever. And then in Crash 4, which it could just be an add-on to Crash 4. It, there's like this really weird burger parachute, which is what you could drop off from. I'm I'm super interested to see what it looks like, but I'm just not. It would be so disappointing if it's like a free to play Pokemon Unite game. <laughs> One of my friends is really into Pokemon Unite, and I keep calling him a league player, and he keeps getting mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, I mean, like, first of all. League of Legends, I bu- or was it World of Warcraft? Which one is by Blizzard? Uh, is that, I, I think, think both. That's World of War- both of them? Yeah, or no, is League. I, I may be thinking of, of Dota. I know World of Warcraft is for like 100% by Blizzard. Okay. What I don't want it to be is like that. <laughs> because, well, I mean, it's not. Crash isn't Activision Blizzard, but he is Activision. And the team that has worked on Call of Duty games, I think Warzone, is working on Crash games anyways. So, I don't know. It could... I hope it's not like World of Warcraft at all. And I'd be fine with it being like a Call of Duty Battle Royale. I just don't know how... I don't know how it would look with Crash characters. Yeah. I don't understand. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't mind a World of Warcraft game, mostly because I've always wanted to play it, but it's a monthly pay thing, and I don't want to do that. Oh, man. It's just so... It's just so not Crash's style. Oh, yeah, yeah. It would make no sense for him to actually do that, but kind of doesn't make sense for him to be in a bat, like a Battle Royale style either. Yeah, it's so weird. Any way that you look at this, this idea is completely different, but people... Okay, there's also another thing. People also think it's like Crash Bash. Have you ever heard of Crash Bash? I think I've heard of it, but I have no idea, like, what it is. It's like the PlayStation's PS... The first... PS1. It's the PS1's version of a Mario Party. But with Crash Mm -hmm. characters. And that's what... So it's like a a Mario Party ripoff. Which, again, it's like... 
I can't just sink a bunch of hours into Mario Party by myself, mm-hmm. which is why a Battle Royale-style game would probably... I mean, that seems more appealing to me, anyways. <laughs> Let me know what you guys think. Yeah. Any any other thing you want to add on to that? I, I just don't really see any, like, kind of a... Uh, what's, like, genre besides a platformer style. Like, I don't really see what Crash could fit into. Besides a kart racing game. <laughs> of course. Which is... Okay, not going to lie. I think Crash Team Racing is better than Mario Kart. Mm, couldn't say. But what about Sonic Racing? Now, Sonic <laughs> Racing, on the other hand... <laughs> No, Sonic Racing isn't that good. Why would Sonic? Why would Sonic race in a why car? Why a car? <laughs> in a car? Like, yeah. I mean, okay. Obviously, it's it's just say Se- Sonic Team Racing is the Sega's version of getting into kart racing. Yeah, it was. It's just purely a Mario did it. <laughs> oh yeah, but it makes sense with Mario because with Mario, no one's fast, anyways. <laughs> Unless I'm missing someone. But literally the point of Sonic is to, the fact that he's fast running. What he could outrun the, all these cars. But what if it was like a different timeline when he broke his legs? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> this whole time, it's it's canon that Sonic breaks his legs. <laughs> he's had to at some point. Listen, uh, what's it? Uh, Silver and Blaze have a questionable like backstory. Why can't Sonic... <laughs> I don't know. I don't Sonic know what backstory you're saying. Oh, uh, Silver and Blaze, there's like no actual solid uh, backstory for them because the first game they appeared in, I think they Sonic said that 06, they were. Right? No, there was a Game Boy game they appeared in. Oh. So. I, I could have sworn that Silver's first game was 06. No, I think it was a Game Boy game. Either way, basically what happened was. Their first like thing, it was it's one or the other. I always mix it up, but they said that they were like from an alternate universe and then got in this one. But then later on, they changed their backstory and said, "Nah, we're from the future." So there's no actual canon like story for them. So why can't it be like a Sonic alternate universe? He broke his legs, but still want to go fast. <laughs> that's right. That's what Sonic Team Racing is. That's that's the world. Now, what if Silver? also broke his legs that's what why everyone's in, that's why they're all in carts that's why everyone's in carts because everyone broke their legs except it for makes the cat. sense but no pretty much sonic team racing is record okay remember wreck it ralph was in the wii u version mm-hmm. oh my goodness i bought that game for wreck it ralph because i was like obsessed with disney and wreck it ralph yeah. disney infinity remember those games <laughs> yeah Oh frick! I remember that stopped. it was it was free on PC, and I would just like hop on, and they would just give you random characters every week. So then I was like, ah, this week I get to play as Spider Man, and I don't know Elsa. And the next week it's like I play as Hulk. <laughs> I really wish they brought back toys to life. <laughs> well, I mean, Amiibos are still going, but Amiibos Skylanders. Like... like okay, Skylanders. First of all. I've been 
I just recently bought. Yeah. I don't know if I'm embarrassing myself by saying this, but I just recently bought Skylanders Imaginators mm-hmm. last week. And I started playing through Skylanders Imaginators because it's so nostalgic. I first, I don't think I ever played Imaginators. I played Giants and uh, Spyro's Adventure. So the first two games. Yeah. Which are debatably the best ones, except you can't jump. (laughs) Swap Force. (laughs) But but the reason I wanted to go back and play it is because Crash Bandicoot was in it, and I and I had the figures since 2016, <laughs> and I've never played. Have you I, tried I the uh, Have you tried the Bowser and Donkey Kong ones yet? Yes, <laughs> me. When that game came out, Quentin and I we bought that game day one because of Donkey Kong and Bowser, <laughs> and beat the whole thing, and it actually enjoyed it a lot. And people say that Superchargers yeah. is the worst. Oh wait, they don't work with Imaginators. They do. Uh, okay, they work with Imaginators. Skylanders Imaginators. If anyone's lost, we're still talking about Skylanders. <laughs> of course. Uh, what else? They so Donkey Kong and Bowser still work with Im- Imaginators, but only for the Switch. Hmm. Whereas oh, Crash. Yeah, but I. But Crash and Cortex can be on any system, including the Switch. The thing, though, that sucks is I wanted to buy the game recently on Switch, but you can only buy these games physically. Fun fact, you can't buy them digitally. And the Switch version is sold out everywhere and costs a minimum of 200 bucks on eBay. I don't see why they couldn't have used the controller as the portal. Like They did in the Switch. Then why can't you just... Why don't they just have it online? I don't know. That's the <laughs> like thing that I, sucks. I can understand other things because, like, you know, you need the portal. But if they're using the controller, then what does it matter? Yeah. And that's what I... I mean, obviously, you can pirate it. And I was, like, <laughs> this close. Like, <laughs> not that... I was pretty close to being, like, maybe just I should buy, just... Just I buy just another it. Switch to do buy, it. Buy a version one Switch. Just buy another one. You've already bought like four and then sold them all. <laughs> but then at that point, I could just buy a used version on <laughs> on eBay <laughs> or a physical copy on, on eBay. No, but then you have a hack switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, speaking of switch. Wait, are we? Yeah. Where, where, do, we, where do we come from? We started on Crash. Yeah. I think we're done now talking about Skylanders. Anyway, <laughs> I'm playing through it again, Imaginators, and I want to play. I mean, it's not as good as Crash Four or the trilogy, but I'll take anything <laughs> I can get at this point because I'm just craving for Wumpa League. <laughs> so what can I say? Anyways, all right, let's move on. Speaking of, what did I say? Speaking of Switch controllers. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. Okay, speaking of switch controllers, <laughs> um, there's this new, there's this new, I don't know, I don't know if it's like a patent or something, but usually before Nintendo releases a, a gaming controller, <laughs> they'll have to give this thing to distributors or whoever's selling the product, saying this is a controller. Anyways, people are speculating that uh, a Nintendo 64 version controller you know how they have the nes controller 
in a Super NES controller for Nintendo Online. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have that, and people are suspecting that, oh, this could be a Nintendo 64 controller. What does what it thoughts? look like? They don't. No one knows what it looks like, because this, this might not even be a thing. This is all speculation at this point. Wait, how are they speculating that? What have they done that shows that it's even a controller? I'm Maybe I complete. Oh, so like, there's like this certain code. They have to code name the controllers, obviously, because they don't <laughs> want to name exactly what it is. Uh, and they use that for pro controllers in the past. So <laughs> people think it might be like the code is for pro controllers or whatever. It, ha- it says it's a controller. Whoever has this says it's a controller. So people think it's either a pro controller, like a new. Pro controller, maybe for the Switch OLED, or a Nintendo 64 controller. Mm-hmm. First of all, a Nintendo 64 controller would mean to me that they're bringing well, yeah. Nintendo 64 games to Switch Online, mm-hmm. which I know I don't think that's going to happen. I don't see them do it like they should they 100% should it wouldn't even be that much of a trouble you, they already use roms for other things why not for the 64 yeah <laughs> so like, uh, but it's just something that i don't see nintendo being like hey people want this what if we actually did it <laughs> well that's the thing nintendo switch online has been so lame yeah recently but for, i mean for us canadian it's $20 a month. Mm-hmm. And I mean... Or if Quentin doesn't ask for the money, then it's free for every it's year. it's free. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, we all share Nintendo, a family subscription. <laughs> we have seven people. We have seven people on it. So it's supposed to be like $5 a year and then one person doesn't pay. But Quentin always either just forgets or doesn't ask people. I mean, only four of us would be paying forgets. five bucks. Uh, no, it's, it's $35 Canadian. Oh, oh or no, it's $30 Canadian for the family pack. Mm. Anyways, that's just how, that's just, that's probably the best way. If you have other people that have a Switch, oh, yeah, team definitely. up with them, for sure. It's, Anyways. Because it's normally 20 bucks for one person or $30 for seven, so. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, but, that being said. I don't. I do not think it's going to be a Nintendo 64 controller. And also, there's this thing where people are saying Game Boy games have to be coming to the Switch. And there's just so much speculation. And it's just, I'm not going to get my hopes up because I genuinely do not think it's going to happen. Like as much as I'd like them to have as big as a like uh, virtual market as they had on like the. Wii U or the even the Wii or the DS like oh yeah the Wii was great with that I don't know they've just really done a bad job at it with the Switch and I don't see them correcting it now if anything I see them just holding their ground and being like nah we don't need it yeah it's so it's so weird I mean even if because even if they were like hey here you go play play a little bit of this game. Here's a demo of the game as a Switch Online user. And then you as a Switch Online user can buy this game. Even if I had to pay for old games, it'd be fine. Because I think that's how it works now anyways. Uh, or is that how it works? No. If you I, have Switch Online, all, you just have access to the whole category. The whole thing? But they, some games are just demos. 
and don't actually have the full thing, I'm like, why? Maybe if you already got that ported, why not just port the rest of it? Yeah, uh, that's the thing. Uh, but I don't even use Switch Online anyways. Yeah, I the, barely use it. What I think would be super beneficial right now, and what I'm surprised they haven't done is, well, right now you can get any old Metroid game on the Wii U. <laughs> if you wanted to start from the very first Metroid game to the latest Metroid game, like I think it's, I think it's Fusion. I don't know. I don't remember. But if you wanted to do that, except for Samus Returns, obviously, for the 3DS, you can get all those games virtually on the Wii U. And right now people are people are saying that the Wii U... I feel like I'm saying people are saying a lot. Anyways. Yeah. But <laughs> it is the best way to experience yeah. Metroid for the first time ever if you want to replay all those games. Wii, yeah. That's why a Wii U is relevant in 2021. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think many people cared for the Wii U, but now they're just realizing, well, they had a decent amount of like old ports and stuff. Yeah, the Wii U, that was a way for Nintendo that to bring people to the Wii U. And now that everyone's already on the Switch, there's no reason to need to bring people to the Switch because people are already coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm. If that even makes sense. Anyways, do you think it's going to be a Nintendo 64 controller like everyone's saying? I don't see them doing it. If anything, I think it's either going to be just some garbage Switch controller or like, I don't even know. It could just be something they thought of. So they made, like, I'm still not, a, is, did they patent it or did they start like giving the co- like name to stores? They haven't given the name to stores, but I know so they patent. have, I believe, I believe that would be the word. Okay. Because I do remember there was other things where like, Nintendo had these old patents, which they just never used. Who knows at this point? I, yeah. It is confirmed that it is going to come. The controller is coming. Okay. No one know, Just no one knows what it is. But it's in the same kind of aspect of a pro controller. Mm. So, I mean, would you prefer to just be a better pro controller? I mean, like, I really like my pro controller. Got it right here. It's like, it, just, it always video fits viewers. my... <laughs> video viewers it just I have the fits Splatoon. so well in my hand like I really like pro controllers do you like do you like it better than your PS4 controllers oh yeah definitely me too honestly because of the stick the, the less pro, stick the pro controller fits I don't know if it's just because I have smaller hands but it fits in my hands so nicely and comfortably and then I go to my uh, PS4 controller and it just feels like because these are more just like pure rounded parts. It's not like it really has a grip. Like they're yeah, just it's interesting. And I think, I think that with the PS5 controller too, the PS5 controller is, I mean, it takes a while to get used to, but the because the two sticks are in the middle of the controller and low, it just feels weird. <laughs> I like how the Switch and the Xbox controller also does this, the Xbox One controller. It, it has the thumbstick higher. And then the right thumbstick lower, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. The Xbox controllers are another one, which I've had one before for playing PC games, and it just really fits nicely in your hand. Oh, yeah. I like. I think the Xbox One controller is a little better than the Switch <laughs> Pro controller, but I don't play Xbox, so 
I mean, the Switch controller is better. But the PS5 haptic feedback features are amazing. So what if the Switch I just had a pro controller really with... But, like, they're used for, like, two things. They just aren't used enough to, like... I don't... Like, pressing a trigger, I don't really think, is something that needs a ton of haptic feedback. Yeah, like, PS5 it's a nice experience, does. but, like... Yeah. I, I just don't think it's really a necessary thing. Yeah, right. PS5 has adaptive triggers, but there is also a lot more in the controller. Like, hapt- there's a lot more vibration <laughs> in the controller anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just... There's this one uh, XQC clip, if you don't know, he's a streamer, and <laughs> he's trying out the PS5 controller for the first time because he got it, and he's doing, like, the setup thing where you, like, shake it, and you can, like, feel, like, stuff jiggling around, and, like, like there's something in the controller. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, now say something, and he just goes, ah! <laughs> and some of people are just, like... Is like when your five-year-old starts playing with your console, and I'm like, <laughs> that's all I can think of when people start talking about PS5 controllers. Well, I didn't do that when I did my PS5 controller. <laughs> <laughs> but I also do think that the Switch Pro controller vibration is already epic. Mm-hmm. And there's not even any pressure triggers. It's just a click. You just click the back triggers anyways. I've been, I've been seeing people do this, which is really like cool, which is haptic feedback VR controllers. Have you seen any of those? Via what controllers? VR. Oh, VR. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like there's a guy who's been uh, programming like and making this one like glove. And it has like, I think he said it cost him like $30 to make one of the gloves. Let's buy it. And it's just like, it's ju- literally just a glove and then they have wires attached on reels and then they can use motors to like stop you from moving your fingers at some points. So in certain games that so if have you're grabbing stuff, yeah, like it will literally, oh, you can shit. grab and it stops your hand. That would be, that would be something that Oculus Rift would cost a thousand bucks. Yeah. Per hand. I, yeah. And he was like, yeah, this glove costs like, $30 to make. I have a list in the description for parts I used. Here's links to source them. I'm like, companies could do this, sell it for like 100 bucks extra or 200 bucks even. And uh, tons of people would buy that for the experience of literally being able to like pick up objects. It's so That would sick. be next level. <laughs> if, if someone can do that, oh my God, that would be so next level. But I do believe that that is where VR is headed. Oh yeah, well, literally, especially the Labo. <laughs> quite literally, <laughs> Labo. Labo, remember quite, Labo? <laughs> quite literally, the technology is there. A guy can do it without a studio; just him, like at his house, can make a VR glove, which has haptic feedback for objects in game. And then, right. with with that, what's not to say, like, let's say you're playing a shooting game, something like Arizona, you could easily like grab pick up a gun and then when you pull this finger it pulls a trigger like i think there's a lot that could go wrong with that though there definitely is a lot that could go wrong <laughs> and, and it'd have to be like it obviously would have to be integrated into each game correctly yeah, yeah i think right now he does test with half-life alex because it does have haptic feedback uh compatibility mm. but it, like having VR gloves and stuff, like 
right now, basically what he does is he straps a controller to the bottom of his arm, like right around the wrist area. So then that way it knows where his hand is in game. And then he just has like this big setup with like reels all over his fingers for each one. So like, it's definitely more bulky, but again, technology advances. He's just a single guy at his house. I don't see why a company can't pick it up and start making something nice. Yeah. I remember like when I started high school, which was six years ago, that was when VR was officially becoming, that was when Vive, HTC Vive, that was starting to be sold in America. People were starting to get their hands on it and games were finally be able, finally able to be compatible on it. And if you wanted to buy it, you could, that's when it was starting to become a thing. And I mean, from there, VR has just branched out. Now, now we have Oculus Quest. You don't even need any yeah. sensors, but yeah. Like Quest. Now we're on you, VR, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Quest, yeah. You, Quest, you definitely do sacrifice like the looks of it, but 100%, like I've tried HTC Vive and Quest, and 100% of the time I'm choosing Quest. The ability to like set it up in two seconds and you don't need to deal with wires around you. Oh, totally. A hundred percent of the time I'm choosing Quest. Plus, if you really want it, that like higher quality connection so you can see better, you can connect it to your computer and bam, running off same settings. Exactly. And you only need that one little USB-C cord. Yeah, that's it. Which is, which is insane. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, because we got the HTC Vive when it came out in Canada. Mm-hmm. I think the first, within the first month. But it was so, such a hassle to set up. We barely had enough room. We had to, we had to, we had to make it think that we had enough room in, in, <laughs> in Quentin's room. But anyway, we got it working. But yeah, so that's what's new. With that's what's that. That's what we think about VR. Yeah, <laughs> buy it now. I buy really. It. I can't wait until like so much stuff gets integrated. Oh, like yeah, there's the a hand lot. tracking something with movement would be really nice, and then eventually yeah. you go like full futuristic like uh, Ready Player One moment where you just like uh, yes. lay down and then your mind goes. Into the game. <laughs> that I don't know if I would want to do. <laughs> that's, Especially that's if Facebook's bit. doing it, then Facebook would be literally controlling my mind. Would be in my mind. True. Freaking, freaking Facebook. <laughs> but what I want to do and what I've done before is we have this big patch of land on our property. Mm. And when it when it's dark out and the sun hasn't come out, but it's still bright outside, you have a little window. You have, <laughs> you have like an hour to play outside as big as you want. <laughs> or people have done this in parking garages. And you just kind of – you have all the space. And what I've played is uh, – What's that game called where you kill people? What's uh, Gorn? It's called oh, Gorn. Gorn and then uh, the boxing one? Uh, Creed? Not Creed. Uh, oh, uh, I know the one you're talking about. But uh, What's it called? I need to know. Uh, ready? No, not. now I'm thinking Ready Player One. <laughs> the, uh, what's the game? The boxing game. Uh, ready for the fight or something? It's something like Thrill that. of the Fight. Thrill, Thrill of, the, of fight. the Fight. That's yeah. what it is. That's what it's called. Yeah, I play that outside. Crazy. 
crazy <laughs> good times. If you have a, especially if you have a quest, you can only do it with a quest, honestly. If you have a quest, go into a big area and play it with no sun. If you have it, if you have, if it's the sun out, it's not going to work. Uh, I, we have these big windows in our house and I can't play it in our living room because the sun is coming directly in the house and it's messing with the sensors. So anyways, that's what it is. All right, let's transition. Speaking of hardware, let's now move to software. <laughs> so 10 out of 10 then, transition. Then, <laughs> yes, it was a perfect transition. I'll credit myself for this one. You can now, I don't know if you've heard about this, but uh, the Nintendo Switch software is now mm-hmm. in version 13. And with that brings a couple new things. One of them, which is crazy and I, is, is it's kind of mind-boggling that they haven't done this yet after four years of being out. They added Bluetooth support for audio devices. Mm-hmm. So I can use my AirPods while I play games. I'm surprised that like even the PS4 didn't have Bluetooth, right? You had to get yeah, a Yeah, no, yeah, you can't do that yeah. with Well, I mean with most with most Bluetooth audio <sighs> connections, you can't do do it. It just it, it doesn't make sense to me why these especially when everything's moving away from wireless like now most people use you mean moving like away from wired. Yeah, sorry, moving towards wireless away from wired. Yes. Like most people now have wireless headphones. Like these are the headphones I use for when I play games or talk to friends and no wires, just Bluetooth audio. Yep. So I'm surprised that more like it's not integrated everywhere now. Right. <laughs> Anyways, they finally flipped the switch on Bluetooth for the Oh, no pun intended. <laughs> There's literally Yeah, they were able to do this the whole time and it only took a software update. Now I'm not sure if they they needed permission from Why they need from anyone? Yeah. I I I mean again, we don't know what really goes on, but it was just crazy to me hmm. that they finally put Bluetooth support on I was going to say that, like, what you mentioned with just the software update and how they could always do this, like, they they could always do this because you can't just take whatever device, do a software update, and now it has Bluetooth. It needs to have a receiver. Yeah. So why couldn't, why didn't they do this earlier? And I don't want to come, okay, yeah, exactly. And I don't want to complain about it being on the Switches that we own. <laughs> Version 1 Switches 2, Switch lights. OLED switches. Uh, but at least at least they didn't lock it to switch OLED. Yeah. Which is something that I see them doing, or maybe Apple doing or something. But, <laughs> oh, 100% but, Apple. Yeah, does definitely that. something that Apple would do. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least we have it now. Yeah. And it's not locked to just the switch OLED, which is something that they could have done and none of us would have known about, even though they ha- it has the sw- same internals. And it's easy to know that it didn't need to be locked to just OLED. Uh, another thing is now they have they have what's it called? Uh, you can oh yeah, there's firmware updates for your Switch docks. What do you mean? You can you can now do a firmware update to your Switch dock itself. 
what does it do? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming it's probably for the Switch OLED. But I have no clue what it does, and I'm not sure if it'll work with third-party Switch docks, which, Mm -hmm. by the way, don't use third-party Switch docks unless it's an Insignia, one from Best Buy. Like, third-party Switch docks are good and all, but then Nintendo goes, uh, no, buy ours. It's it's really interesting what they do. They, there's all of this weird math that goes on with the voltage of the Switch deck <laughs> and how pretty much it could brick your Switch. I didn't say break, which is pretty much brick, but it'll literally allow your battery to like stop charging. If pretty much what it, what it what it is is you can put it on you can put a Switch dock or a Switch on a third-party dock, but what'll end up happening is your Switch will ask for this amount of volts but that switch will only be giving it this amount of volts and then the battery gets confused fries your switch and nintendo yeah. will not replace it this is this is a big thing when switch first came out and there's all these third-party switch docks isn't there there's a whole thing around that i know it's something like right to repair i know it's in the u.s and it's a whole thing about how warranty is like Technically, warranty, even if you do open up something, you still should be able to fix it. Like, let's say my laptop broke. Technically, I should be able to open it up, try to fix the component, and then if it doesn't work, I should be able to send it back. But just it's become a standard in companies to the point where even though it's like, even though technically we should be able to do it, we can't. We'd need to like sue them, which then that's a whole ton of money. Which at that point, why not fix it yourself? And then yeah, I remember I think, seeing something on it, and I was just like, really. I think that is a problem with iPhones because <laughs> I think recently in the in the iPhone 12s or something, if you open up the case, there'll be a connector that only allows you to replace your iPhone glass with Apple glass. Or something like that. Again, I don't repair phones. I'm not completely sure. But there's also... I think the reason that companies do that is because... Money. It's your fault. It's your fault that you use a third-party switch. We don't know what that third-party device did to your switch. And I'm sure somewhere in the terms and conditions, there's something about using third-party devices. And then it makes it... It's kind of like... I know that if I replace my screen... With an with a non official Apple case or an Apple screen, a non official Apple screen for my iPhone or whatever. <laughs> at that point, that voids your warranty. You are not able. That is not yeah. even an Apple product at that point. I mean, it runs Apple stuff, but it's like completely different. And I think that's kind of why they won't replace it. It's it's a whole. That's issue. just what I remember hearing like three years ago. So maybe maybe my maybe my uh, my. Maybe I don't remember it exactly, <laughs> like what it is, but that's what I remember hearing. But yeah, so don't use third-party dark docks. But yeah, anyways, there's the firmware update on your docks now, which is super interesting. Maybe it's for 4K switches. I don't see, I guess they... I Maybe feel like there's so much power. I don't know. There's so much they hold back. Like, I don't see why they shouldn't be able to do 4K on a Switch. 
I don't see why they couldn't do like I know that obviously it's underpowered, but yeah, like, it's so interesting. Something because, like video. Yeah, can you I, play 4K YouTube videos? Yeah, you can play 4K YouTube video. Or uh, like, yeah, you can. Okay, then yeah, that makes sense. But like, what about oh? Can you display OLED to your screen? Well, OLED is only the screen. I'm just like, does it can like it displays fine if you're using like attached to a TV? If you had an OLED TV and you connected yeah. a switch to it, it would show OLED. Display. Okay. Like it wouldn't be faded or anything. It's the display. OLED is only on the display. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not internal. It's just. The I know there there is I something believe. with that because one of my friends is really like into the whole thing and he's like no no this screen needs to support oled and needs to support ht what I, i'm like yeah i i just want to monitor that works <laughs> yeah the, i mean there's a whole bunch of components <laughs> to this and i don't want to ask too much but also at the same time it Come is on. what it is Steam that kind of shows what you can get away with in terms of power for size and price. Yes. So. For sure. Come on. Steam Deck is a perfect example of what the Switch Pro should be. Mm-hmm. Except for, I mean, the battery life is fine. It's not like you're going to be yeah. playing it more than six hours undocked without needing to charge. I don't even play my Switch. I mean, I think our the Switches can only go like max max eight hours oh obviously it depends on what you play but the switch or the the steam deck you should like nintendo should be taking notes because it's way more powerful the i believe the hardware is obviously higher quality but again i haven't haven't played it yet the only thing i don't like is uh oh and by the way more than 32 gigs and now with the switch oled 64 gigs it's, 64 gigs isn't that much mm-hmm. but i think I it'd be good nintendo games it's a decent amount because they make the size like super compact yeah i guess yeah switch games are really compressed mm-hmm. but i mean the spyro trilogy was i think it was 12 gigs i think it's again, like again what i like about it is that you can just PC. pop in a micro sd card mm-hmm. so you can pop in a micro sd card anyways but why not be able to buy more storage? I mean, they did that with the Wii U. I think the base model had 8 gigabytes, and then the black model had 32 gigabytes. It may have been 16 and 32, but yeah. Same. I'm pretty sure it was 8. Yeah. Either way, same thing. Like, they yeah. created the. A... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean,. Any anything else? Anything else that's new? Uh, in terms of software, anything? Any new gaming news that you can think of? Well, there was the uh, Sony thing. The oh Sony. yeah, so, yeah, right. Sony State of Play. <laughs> uh, you talked about how you're disappointed with no crash. <laughs> I was disappointed with no crash. crash. Yeah, I'm not sure if you guys heard me at the beginning there. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I was disappointed with no crash. I watched the entire thing, expecting it, and it didn't show up. 
And I even recorded my reaction because I know that my reaction would have been good. But it it didn't come. And everyone was not happy with that. <laughs> but there was a couple of, of good things. We got a release date for... Oh, wait, no. That was at Gamescom. We, <laughs> we got an announcement for a new Spider-Man game. Yep. God of War. We got War. some new Fallout skins. <laughs> yeah, everybody's favorite thing, Fallout skins. Give us more money in our microtransactions. Oh, no, not Fallout skins. Fall Guys skin. Oh. <laughs> That's what I meant. Fall Guys. Uh, I've only seen, like, I skimmed through it for anything I was interested in. So the only things I really know about are the Spider-Man game. Is the Logan game separate, or is it... Oh, well, yeah, that's a completely different game. Okay, so that then game there's comes out the Logan game. Uh, there's the new God of War. Red and then there's is. Borderlands 3 new DLC. Which is Tiny Tina's World. Yeah, which... Uh, Would I you ta- get it? So I talked about this with one of my friends, because he's a uh, Borderlands... Like, he really likes the Borderlands series. So... Reason why they're doing this 100% is the best DLC by far in Borderlands 2 is Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep. Like, no matter who you ask, they're all going to say that because it it was fun. You had creative, like, stuff, creative bosses. And then the story that was going along with it, the, by the way, spoilers, if you haven't played Borderlands 2, if you oh, haven't, no. go play it. <laughs> A 10-year-old game. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear the spoilers. <laughs> but uh, Or however old it is. It has so to be at ba- least 10 years old. It has to be. I th- maybe. Okay, Either maybe way. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Basically, uh, throughout Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, you basically go through her grief because her friend uh, Rowan died. And it's basically her trying to, like, the whole time accept his death. And you see it through the thing, like, her writing her writing him into the story as still alive and keeps just saying, man, he's like, he's running late. It's literally her whole like stages of grief throughout the thing. So it works really well for the plot. Cause you know, people actually like the story to borderlands two. Then you go to borderlands three, where everybody goes, listen, good combat. It's better than two, but the characters suck. Nobody cares about them. They did the story bad. So I don't know how, like, they could bring it back with Tiny Tina's DLC, but I think really they're just trying to capitalize on how it was everybody's favorite DLC in Borderlands 2. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't played uh, Borderlands 3. I did play Borderlands 2. <laughs> and by the way, Borderlands 2, I was close. It came out nine years ago. <laughs> and we recorded this on September 17th. Which means, and it came, and uh, this in Borderlands 2 initially came out on September 18th, 2012. <laughs> so, Just it's nine, nine years. years. Yes, nine, year, <laughs> n- nine years old tomorrow for us. Yeah, there it is. So, oh, and also on the state of play, last thing that I can remember is the Uncharted. Oh, there's oh, a Grand yeah. Theft Auto Uncharted thing coming to PC. Yeah, there's a <laughs> there's a Grand Theft Auto thing. Don't play Grand Theft Auto, so it doesn't really matter to me. But yeah, Uncharted they remastered Uncharted Four, 
and the Lost Legacy game, which are both on PS4. Both already look amazing. I think they both already play in 4K. Mm. Uh, but I could be wrong on that. Because I think I know it came out before the PS4 Pro came out. I yeah. think it was enhanced for PS4 Pro. But again, I could be wrong. I, that's what I played it on when I played it for the first time. But anyways, just... I, my point with that is I don't know how they could even remaster it anymore. Maybe I wasn't listening, but it's, at this point... They, already... If they are remastering it, then the only things that I can see is like one, adding ray tracing, and then two, just like upping all the graphics more because, you know, they can do that. With PS5 and with higher end PCs, just like take the game, give it a little bit boost, give it a little bit more. Yeah, and that's obviously that's what they're gonna do. I just thought it already looked good enough. Oh yeah, I don't. I really thought it see looked phenomenal on the PS4 already. <laughs> yeah, I don't really think there's a need to do it. I think it's more just a hey, we can, and we're releasing it on PC. Yeah. Well, that's all the news that I have today. Mm. Anything uh, else? On the terms of uh, what? The terms of uh, releases and stuff. Uh, I mentioned to you this to you before the Persona, Persona announcements. Yeah. Persona's 25th anniversary is coming up. So there, or I think it may have already passed. Either way, they said we're doing seven announcements between. Now and between, I think, August of next year, announcing seven new things. So I'm. And they've already announced one thing, right? Uh, Not counting towards the seven announcements, but yeah, they announced a mobile game. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. There's merch and the mobile game. (laughs) There's also merch to celebrate all five of the games. But yeah, I'm really excited. Everybody is saying Persona 6, which is kind of a given. I think there was already leaks because uh, they're like ads. Like uh, Atlas's Atlas has been putting out ads for like, hey, we need somebody to program this. We need somebody to program this. And they're like, yeah, Persona 6 is just a given. What I'm really hoping for is Steam releases or at least just re-releases Switch on ports. PS4 or PS5, Switch ports even, of yeah, just Switch ports up one, th- one through five because only four is released on PC. All the others are console locked. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I, I'm surprised they haven't put it on, on Switch yet. Uh, on like Switch and do you think PC. they could run on Switch though? Yeah, Shimigami Tensei does, which like yeah. is basically Persona. I, if they're gonna remaster all five games, which they wouldn't need to remaster four and five, <laughs> I don't think. I think four they may re- need to remaster, but five they literally like just came like Persona has never been known for having the best graphics. It's <laughs> there's some really choppy parts in it, and it never looks super good. Besides the like hut, like the UI that always looks nice, but like they definitely could make stuff look better. All right, I think that is going to end it for today. If you guys have any topics you want to talk about, feel free to continue the conversation in the comment section. Yeah. Thank you for listening today. We hope you have an amazing day, and we will talk to you next time. See you later. Goodbye.